Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. You're on SENZ. It's your Sunday afternoon. Ricardo Ball with you and joining us, um, I was going to say the senior member, uh, but maybe not that's the right term. Should we say uh, the most decorated member of the Saturday session? Uh, Grant Elliott, how are you, sir? That is so not true, Ricardo Ball. Um, I would be, you know, the sidekick to Ben Francis and uh, Daniel McCarty. I mean, the abuse that I get on that show is second to none. It's sort of, it keeps me grounded. It's good for me. It's good for you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you, 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 you can take it in your stride. You're a bigger man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think someone, someone actually gave me a compliment uh, yesterday on the show. I can't remember who it was, but it came out of left field. So, um, oh, it was Mike Sandal, actually, former manager, and it came as quite a surprise to um, Ben Francis and Daniel McCarty. went right against the grain of our show. <laughs> They're like, Mike, did you not get the memo? Who's this bloke you're talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did actually tell him. I said, mate, yeah, it'll be great to have you on the show. And listen, just don't hold back on me. You can just abuse me as much as you want because that's what Ben Francis and Daniel McCarty do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, mate, you're a bigger man than I. I don't know if I'd be turning up every week for that. But, hey, we should talk about the Black Caps uh, because they are currently in Ireland. Um, I'm not entirely sure of the point of this of this tour, um, do you, from your point of view, is, there, is this about trying some new combinations, trying some new faces um, in, in a one-day and white ball arena uh, and, and see what we get? Where, where do you think this tour takes us? Yeah, it's, it's a pretty interesting question that you ask. I mean, to be honest, I think that we've, we've got into the cycle of resting players and almost the expectation of resting players for a certain series. And, um, you know, I don't know if it's the right thing to do. Um, you know, a lot of test players, guys like Devin Conway, uh, Kane Williamson, some Saudi, Trent Bolt, so like some big names in the team are rested. However, we've got the likes of Henry Nichols there who normally opens, but he's found himself in the middle order. And we've got Finn Allen opening. So I think it is a good opportunity to blood players and see what they can do in their position. However, um, you know, you have to be careful because this is for the, the Cricket World Cup uh, rankings. So, you know, it's for the Super League points, which, are, you know, it's called. So if you if you don't get in that top eight, then you're, you're playing off for um, position in the, um, for the World Cup. So it's, um, it's quite an important, you know, any series is an important series and any game is an important game because you can get 12 points for it. Unfortunately, you know, we played the first one and we won by one wicket. Uh, we won the uh, second one by three wickets and then the last one just by one run. So it, I don't think it has been a uh, very successful outing, but perhaps for the selectors, they've had a look at things um, and players that they could slot in in uh, pivotal roles. And I think that those pivotal roles, what you're looking at is an opener that can blast it, so for Allen. You're looking at an all-rounder that um, can bowl off-spin as well as um, you know finishing innings, which Michael Bracewell had an unbelievable uh, series against Ireland. Uh, three innings, three not out, um, and scored 190 runs in one of those games, which was the first one. Uh, he needed 20 off the last over, and he hit 24. So, um, 
you know, he, he's had an unbelievable series with bat and ball. But that provides nice balance, and maybe he's the sort of player that you can chop and change with a Colin de Grandhomme, depending on the um, the conditions. And then the other one is Lockie Ferguson, who I'd say stats-wise was probably he probably wasn't um, that happy with how he went. You know, he only returned two wickets um, out of the two games that he played. But the disappointing thing was Adam Milne got injured and went home. It would have been nice to see Lockie Ferguson and Adam Milne. Uh, even though the pitches were quite benign, and you, you don't blame Ireland for that, they don't want to come across one of you know the best sort of test playing nations in the world and create like a bouncy fast pitch. So it did take turn on. Um, we're not that great against turn, and, and that showed with you know Satman got five wickets, Henry the top wicket taker was seven. Um, but yeah, we bowled a lot of spin through the middle. East side only played the one game. So I think the selectors would have found things out about players, which is important uh, for the future of, of white ball cricket um, in New Zealand. Um, but, you know, I'd like to see more of those senior players there so that they can learn even more on tour. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you look at uh, the, the lineups and, and Guptill and, and Finn Allen opening. Uh, Will Young coming in at first drop, which didn't seem to be particularly uh, successful. I mean, he, he got one, a duck, and a three. Um, so forgettable for him. Uh, does that impact on Will Young's white ball future in the black jersey, do you think? Well, I think Will Young, it's a tough one because, you know, you look at you look at the likes of Devin Conway and Kane Williamson and you go, well, they should really slot in at three and four um, in any sort of order, which means that Will Young's in a, a tough position. You know, should he be opening? And that's why I find it fascinating. Like Henry Nichols in the last one day, he batted at five. He got runs and he batted at five in the test arena. And I always always wondered why he went up to opening. And he's been all right as an opener. But whether that's the position for him, I don't know. I, I'd like to see, um, you know, the blueprint that we had, which was, you know, Gustav McCullum. You've got Guptill, who he does take a while to get in, and when he gets in, he can go big, um, and he can be really aggressive. But then having that sort of, you know, a 360 player and a really aggressive player to try and get ahead of the game. So I do like, you know, Finn Allen um, up top, but, you know, it feels like we're we're blessed for, with options there. Will Young could be up top, just as Devin Conway could, um, and, you know, Henry Nichols and, and Finn Allen. So... I guess it is who's going to be that partner to Martin Gutzel. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Glenn Phillips could do that job too, I suppose, if you wanted. I mean, he can bat really anywhere in the top six or seven, can't he? Totally, and, and you know, maybe that's the strength of us. You know, when you look at our, our liner, everyone but sort of Gutzel, I think you look at them and you go, well, let's just choose our, our best top five batters and then they'll just slot in anywhere. That's ideal. And I think, you know, when we look at the white ball game, and we see uh, England scoring 498 um, against the Netherlands. That's the sort of levels we're going to have to be at. I mean, we scored 360. Now, I'd go, that's a great score. But we only won by uh, one run. So, you know, you ask questions of the bowling attack, but is it enough? Are we scoring enough? Are we actually pushing the envelope in terms of where the game's going? And we've seen with Brendan in test cricket, He's asking players to be more aggressive, asking them to play their authentic game. Now, I don't think that, you know, we necessarily need to be playing that same blueprint that we played five years ago. I think all teams are, are really trying to be a lot more aggressive. Now, we need to pick teams that, you know, can score not just 300, but maybe 400. We really need to try and push this, this white ball game forward. And I think there are many other teams that are doing that around the world. 
Do you think Will Young's form has hampered Dane Cleaver? Because, I mean, he's over there. He's a wicketkeeper batsman, and he's been very successful for CD in the last season, batting at three and keeping. Um, do you think that maybe the, the, the thought was, we'll give Will Young a couple of games, and then we'll throw Dane Cleaver in for, for the third game, but Will Young gets no runs, and they're like, hell, we, bet, we, we need him to get runs. So they, they stuck him in there, and it, that's impacted on Dane. Um, I think Will Young is the incumbent, and I think he's done so well in his cricket. Like you know, he has he's a quality player, Will Young. And um, one of the the hallmarks of why the Black Caps have been so successful in recent times is consistency in performance. And that's why I'd say you know I'd like to see some of the senior players over there because I think the more consistent your selection, the more consistent your results. And you know they're backing Will Young, which is great. But maybe the Netherlands. Maybe this is an opportunity to try those guys over there. Mm. If we believe that we can still win all of these games by trialing things, then maybe use this as a trial tour and give guys that experience. So when they come into the international arena, it's not too different to um, you know what they've experienced before. I mean, it would have taken me, and I was lucky because I was an all-rounder, it took me about 10 to 15 games, one-day games, before I felt really comfortable. And that was against pace of 150, that was against mystery spin, and also that uh, the pressures of international cricket. So it would be nice to see someone like Dan Kiva being given a go, um, and perhaps probably more so up front, I guess. You know, maybe, you know, Guff takes the rest and you give him um, a go up front, or even a Finn Allen, you chop and change those two. But they've got a lot of options, and I think that sometimes too many options doesn't give you as, as much clarity. Um, which is why I always push for that consistency of selection because guys will come out of this like the Michael Bracewell and have an absolute boomer of a series and then what happens to the, the people that are already the incumbents that are playing in those positions. So very interesting time, but what it does do and what COVID's done for a lot of these international teams is it has given more depth to squads. I mean, we've seen, you know, in India, almost third team to second team playing in different parts of the world during COVID and just showing the depth that they have. So, um, you know, we need to build depth. Uh, we know that, you know, our, our test team is probably getting a little bit on the older side. Well, not old, but on the older side. When you look at someone like James Anderson, he's at 39, 40, um, still running in. That means we, if we look after our players, we can do well in that test arena. But, um, you know, depth is key to New Zealand cricket. Uh, here's a question for you. What... I was going to say what is Mitchell Santner, but that's not quite right. But where is Mitchell Santner? Because, I mean, he was for so long a key part or seemed to be an undroppable player regardless of the format. And then he kind of disappeared for 18 months, two years. Um, with the emergence of Michael Bracewell, both at test level uh, and I guess Rachin Ravindra as well to a certain extent. Um, what's Mitchell Santner's future in the Black Caps? Oh, I'd say I'd say Satna is pretty safe in white ball cricket. Uh, you know his numbers are are phenomenal in terms of economy rates. He's got a great economy rate. And you look at his economy rates in one day; he's below five, and T20 internationals he's just just over seven. So you know he, he is an economical bowler. He can get wicked through the middle. Not a big turner. I'd say that his Test career. Maybe later on in his career, if he starts, you know, changing his game and becoming a big turner of the ball, but his batting has certainly improved, so he can perform that role that Bracewell performs. But I think what Bracewell and Satnick of us now is that when you go to the subcontinent, we don't end up playing 
the theming all around it. So looking at like a James Neesham or a Colin de Grandhomme. You look to play Bracewell and Satna in combination and you've got a left arm tweaker and then a, um, a right arm off spinner. So you can always take the ball away from the left-hander with Bracewell, um, as well as two left-handers that can finish an inning. Because I was really impressed with Satna, how he produced his runs in the, um, in the T20 competition uh, last year domestically. Uh, he, his batting has really improved a lot. And I think the experience that he's had is, um, at RPL level I think that, you know, being in the nets and in and amongst those, those players can only be good for your game. So I think he's a, he's an incumbent and he's someone that someone's going to have to try and replace through, uh, sheer weight of runs and, and wickets. Yeah, I, I mean, what does that mean for Ashtodi, though? Because it seems to be New Zealand cricket loathes, is, or is loath to play leg spinners. You know, whether it be Ish in the white ball or Ajaz in, 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 in Test, we don't seem to trust them. I would have thought if you've got a Bracewell and a Satner, it's two of the same effectively, uh, Ish gives you something different, but he only played the one game. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's just in terms of the combinations, because we've got so many decent seamers now. I mean, when you think about it, you probably your first team would be, you know, a Bolt, Saudi, Ferguson, and then you've got, based for two more bowlers, one, let's say, for more rounders, it's either the Grand Home, Bracewell, and then you've got a spinning spot. But the spinning spot always goes to Satna. So unless you want to really roll the dice and you go, well, let's play a wicket taker, let's play East Fody along with Satna, I just feel like it disrupts the balance of our team and the way we play the game. So, you know, if Satna's injured, then, yeah, Ish did cert to come in. But I think he's almost, you know, the, the second choice to Satna at the moment, which is unfortunate because I think every world-class team needs a league spinner and someone who bowls 150 and then a really attacking opening pair. So I'd love to see Ish in there. It's just how they're going to try and balance the team to get him in there. Yeah, it's a, a million-dollar question. Hopefully he'll get uh, some opportunities against the Scots and the Dutch. Hey, thanks for coming on, mate, and having a chat. Always good to catch up with you. Go well, and uh, good luck with the DIY around the house on your Sunday, Arvo. Yeah, I just went to the Mighty 10. It's a good plug for them, isn't it? And... Um, Always go there and try and do a little bit of DIY just to get in credit for the next weekend in case there's some sports on there, hey, Ricotta. <laughs> but hopefully the All Blacks fans are not hurting too much. It was a tough game to watch last night. Oh, mate, very much so. Well, we might have a new All Blacks coach by the time uh, by the time we play we play again. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Grant, go well, mate. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91